This is the Video Junkyard Podcast. A place that appeals to your deepest and darkest fantasies. The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. From this nightmare world emerges a fearsome half-man, half-ape with the strength of 20 demons. Welcome back to another exciting, thrilling, jaw-dropping episode of the Video Junk Air Podcast. I'm Joe Peterson. With me, as always, my good friends and co-hosts, Eric Branson and Ryan Steiskel. Gentlemen, you've been staying warm? I mean... <laughs> I've been trying to, but failing for the most part. Well, actually, you know, we're we're kind of hunkered down here in the Midwest right now, so... Mm-hmm. so. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if you're not used to this weather by now, then what are you? Cold. That's true. <laughs> yeah, <cold>. I'm. <laughs> I looked I'm frigid at frigid uh, and angry, and I need to be I, angry to. I looked avoid at my the thermometer the other yesterday, and it was like, oh, it's like negative three, but with the wind, it feels like negative twenty-seven. It's like, why do yeah. I live where it can feel like negative twenty-seven every time or every part year at this time of year? I have the same conversation with myself, like, why do I live here? Like, there's a lot of other places I could live, even in this country where this would never happen. And I still live here. Well, and I'm probably going to remain living here. So it was warmer yesterday <laughs> so. by a lot in Anchorage, Alaska. Yeah, yeah. I'm just... My partner said this morning, like, "Hey, it's negative one now," and I'm like, "Oh, so you're telling me it's warmer today?" Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it got up to 13 here today. It was like it was nice and warm out there mm-hmm. for a while. So it got up to seven here today. <laughs> God damn it. And we got like a huge dump of effect. snow. Got to, got to get the old man weather report. And we got a huge bunch of like a bunch of snow dumped on us at the end of last week, and it was like super wet and heavy. I think we got like six or seven inches, and then super overnight it just dropped, yeah. and everything turned to that styrofoam feeling, crunchy ice, where everything's just frozen. It's just that compact snow. So mm. I don't think the plows well, like, even went by. Everything just got flattened. Yeah. Well, it doesn't help. It was what it was like. It was actually like closer to the forty, like almost to the forties, the day before the drop. So everything's just wet mm-hmm. and melted, and it's just like you hear the wind later on that night. Just like mm-hmm. sounds like it's going to take down a tree, and I'm like, oh, here it comes. Yeah, yep. Everything just froze solid too. Just like well, and I have to dig out like a trail in my backyard so our damn dog can walk around out there because he's only like you know eight inches tall so <laughs> does does he wear the hawaiian shirt out when he goes out S- sometimes we we did get him a my sister got us the hawaiian shirts and there's like four of them and she also got him a little like mexican poncho so just trying to emulate warm weather is At, he, he actually it's very summery yeah. he likes the poncho a lot well, he's part of, Chihuahua, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's so. half Chihuahua, so I guess it makes yeah. sense. But, yeah, <laughs> Way to he, give into your stereotype there, Thor. Well, and he, and he doesn't... You know, he's like he's half Chihuahua, so he's like has no fur on the underside of his body. So you set him outside, and if there's two inches of snow, his dick's cold. You know, so it's like... <laughs> whose isn't? <laughs> right, whose isn't? But, and, I, and it's like, 
it's funny, but at the same time, I'm like, well, that would suck, so I'm going to be nice to him. And so, yeah, I have to, like, <laughs> carve out these this, like, big figure-eight walkway in our backyard so he has a place to go and take a leak and everything. And, but lately, he's just been like, he goes to the door to go outside. I let him out. He just stands there like, why? He, I can just look in his eyes, and he's got the same feeling I have. Is, why am I here? Jesus Christ, this is cold. It's terrible. He's like, Joe, I'm eight inch tall. Just hold me over the toilet. I'll learn. I'll do it, man. <laughs> if I could train that dog to, like, use the toilet, I would. I think everybody that has ever owned a dog has, think, has thought that, like, I, I could train my dog to use the toilet. That'd be great. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I got nothing. The movie we're going to watch tonight. <laughs> Fuck a segue. Um, Fuck this movie. This is another That's one. The segue. That, so, so this was, I'll, I'll admit, this one was my pick. Um, <laughs> movie makes my dick cold. This movie, <laughs> is, sorry, this, this movie makes my dick like two inches from the ground. Yeah. Well, considering what it's also known as, that's I'm not even going to go there. Anyway, um, <laughs> so this is a movie that this is you know Eric we we've kind of been doing this for a couple of weeks now. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like movies that we saw at the local video store when we were kids. It's like oh, I should write like Screamers, right? And we have been being like the most literal for like the pitch of what this podcast is all about. Like we have been like on top of it the past few weeks. Like we're literally just going like, hey, I remember some box art from when I was a kid in the horror yep. section at the video store. Let's watch that thing. Like, yeah, and that's yeah, that's where we've been. And so we did that with Screamers. And I did, you know, of course, we did that with um, uh, Corman's Humanoids from Humanoids the, deep. the Deep and stuff. Yeah. And the one that we're going to do tonight is yet another one of those. Uh, this is the 1985 science fiction horror film Creature. In the shadow of Saturn's rings, stranded beneath the surface of the barren moon called Titan, scientists find the one thing they never expected. Is anybody here? Was expecting them. And suddenly, those who had traveled across the galaxy had run out of space. Creature. We found someone's collection of life from all over the galaxy, like a child's butterfly collection. Only some of these butterflies are not so friendly. Who wants to keep us here? It's open one of the doors. That thing is using it for food. It's using our own man to kill each other. Creature. It kills to live. And it lives to kill. So this one's also known as the Titan Find or just Titan Find. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I believe the restored version that is available on Tubi, if you're watching on Tubi, is the the most complete version that's out there. I don't know if it's technically a director's cut, but it is it is title carded as the Titan Find and not Creature. But right. you're watching the right movie if that's uh, if you have any questions. Are you? But 
Are you? Um, wearing, are we watching? Because the right I. Movie? <laughs> yes, you are. Oh, um, damn it. I uh, actually jumped over to Amazon Prime on this one, which I do sometimes when it is available on both. Because Amazon, I I have a Prime account and don't have to watch commercials. Um, sorry, Tubi. Um, but <laughs> the version that is on Prime is different. Ah. It has scenes missing and is in um, three four aspect or aspect ratio like full screen or four three aspect ratio full screen uh, presentation and looks crappy and like it's just like totally not totally different but uh, anyway I went back to Tubi and like oh I'm gonna go watch it in widescreen and you know like um, like all of the effects shots and everything so anyway like an ex who didn't realize how good they had it you just come crawling back i'm sorry to yeah so so really i i don't i'm not apologizing to me i mean it as a compliment to you know they have a they have the actual like preferred version of the film where amazon prime is posting stuff that's obviously not although if we had rented it in 19 you know in their in their 90s in the video store we probably would have seen that crappy looking one that's on prime but yeah so this one was directed by uh, William Malone, who's a pretty well-known 90s horror director. He did the remake of House on Haunted Hill, Scared to Death in 1980. He also did Fear.com uh, and uh, Parasomnia. And I, I think the first thing I saw of his that I knew was his was the Masters of Horror episode, Fair-Haired Child, which is yeah. really friggin' weird. He's also done some Tales from the Crypt uh, episodes, too, back in the 90s. Um Creature. I remember Fair-Haired Child being a creepy, creepy was, Masters of Horror, was actually. Very good one. Uh, this film, Creature, is about an unexpected... An, 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 ex, blah, an expedition to Saturn's moon of Titan uncovers an alien being that goes on a rampage. That's pretty much the movie. Um, sound familiar? Sound familiar? Yeah, this one <laughs> definitely has a bit of a rip-off of... And not because alien. you've seen Creature. but like, <laughs> Yeah. Um... The cast in this one, you know, when I first started watching it, I had some high hopes. The first person I recognized um, was was uh, Lehman Ward, mm-hmm. who you some of you may know as uh, Ferris Bueller's dad. <laughs> right, amongst many other things, he pops up in. But yeah, he's yeah, um, planes, trains, and automobiles. Beverly Hills, not a two one zero. Laverne and Shirley, guy's been around. Uh, and oh God, I just also noticed he was in Coffee, nineteen seventy three. No, nice. And some Battlestar Galactica. Right. But yeah, this uh, this is a strange one. Like the movie opens up with this really kind of obnoxious music, uh, like really over the top, for especially for 1985. Like it has made-for-TV movie music <laughs> the yeah. entire time. Um, I don't know. Overall, it kind of feels like a, a ripoff of Alien and Predator, but before Predator even came out. Yet it still feels like a ripoff. That- what, why I think you're selling it short a little bit, saying that it kind of feels like a ripoff <laughs> of Alien, since it's a, literally the exact same story oh. up to a point. But yeah. I will say, like, while we're on the subject of the <laughs> intro, uh, how about those famous last words? Just sit on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Guys just, find a weird sit canister thing, and I need. <laughs> I mean, at first he's like, "I need you in this picture for scale." I went, oh, "Okay, yeah, solid, cool." Now just sit on it. Why are you sitting on this bizarre alien thing? Yeah. Who does this? It's supposedly wasn't that supposed to be a? They're a mining expedition, and they had an 
with the, wasn't there an anthropologist or so one of them was supposed to be an anthropologist of some sort? Like, yeah, go sit on that like cool rare thing we just found that you broke. Clearly made of glass yeah. or something. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's like the yeah, thinnest doesn't metal. sound too believable to me, but anyway. Well, even like in the film's prologue where it's talking about like, ge- yeah, they're geological, they're actually geologists, they're geological researchers from this multinational corporation, and they're in competition with another corporation and from Germany. Oh, and, I don't West, know, honestly, oh, yeah, West it's, Germany. It's basically the Robot Jack setup, isn't it? There's like two competing companies that run the entire world, essentially. It, Not world, but like, yeah. But, but anytime but it's I see a movie important. start out with like a scroll or a bunch of text of exposition dump, all I can think of is, wow, this is making the the opening five minutes of Star Wars Episode One intriguing. <laughs> it's just um, like, you have. Uh, I like how they dated themselves with that info though, because it's not Germany; it's West Germany. Yeah, you know, yeah. Before the yeah. wall came down, so we're in the future, and apparently in this dimension, the wall still stands. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So we've it's an alternative future. It's an alternative, it's an alternative. future. Um so yeah, I mentioned we've got it. Lehman Ward in this. Uh Wendy Shaw is also in this as well. Um she's been in a lot of Joe Joe Dante work. Um she was in the Burbs, Small hmm. Soldiers, Inner Space. Um I recognized her from Small Soldiers as the person who goes, Phil, I love this song. That the yep. wife, right? Yep. Yep. Um and of course, though the the creepiest performance in the whole movie though goes to one of the creepiest actors <laughs> oh, of all time, Klaus one of the Kinski. Creepiest people in history, yeah, yeah, yeah. Klaus Kinski <laughs> shows up oh. a little late, but he brings the party. <laughs> oh yeah, this is this is also like late late career Klaus, where he's obviously already lost his fucking mind. And uh, I don't know how he got work, honestly, at this point. Because I just recently read a whole lot about Klaus Kinski because I saw a different movie with him in it. And just, my God. Like, I don't know why anybody put this guy in their movie and why they would do that to themselves. But I mean, anyway. they, they So he's, start, like, notoriously, like, the... Yeah. They yeah. start him, what, they introduce him filling up the, what, is it the waitress from Pee-wee's Playhouse? I just know her yeah. for, who yeah. plays, in it's, Batman uh... Returns, she plays Cobblepot's mom. Yes, she does. Yeah. Yep. Wasn't she? Just, also with Paul Rubens, yeah. Yep, also with Paul Rubens, yeah. <laughs> ha, yeah I like how so this one's between got Paul Rubens like some, and him. It, you know, this one's got a, a, a cast that's intriguing, but it just <laughs> yeah. doesn't doesn't really go anywhere. I, I don't know. I This one was, a, I'll be honest, it was a chore to sit through. Um, there's I mean, just, I was doing see, chores while I was sitting through it, yeah, and I enjoyed I, the chores. I thought it was highly derivative and and kind of a boneheaded script, but I actually didn't think it was boring. Like I thought it was paced okay, and it just it kept trucking along. And uh, if you could get over the obvious, like, hey, we just gonna bo- we're gonna literally borrow Aliens plot, and we're going to kind of you know run with it. Um, entertainment wise, like he, as it kept going, I mean, obviously it, you're having you had a very different experience, but I felt like felt like the time passed okay, and it got you into the story quickly enough like it especially compared to the movie we watched last week uh, the dead hate the living that literally took a half an hour of me just groaning and everything before <laughs> it went oh this is interesting but um i felt like this one at least got you you know got you going and um yeah maybe the script's not good and it 
I, there are movies that are ripoffs, and then there's ones that are just literally copycats. Like this is what that uh, the film studio, The Asylum, does now when they make like the mockbuster yeah. movies, where they just kind of take something and just like literally make as close of a remake as they can without getting sued. Um, yeah, this is one of those to, to Alien because it's the same movie. <laughs> I mean, I think they get away with the copyright by just literally make everything dark, so you can't actually see the movie. Yeah, this okay, one yeah, was that. super dark. Um, you know, it, it's kind of like. It's funny that both IMDb and Wikipedia both describe this one like, oh, the special effects work done by Robert and Dennis Skotak, who'd go on to like design the special effects for Aliens. I'm like, does it matter? You can't see shit in this movie. Mm-mm. Yeah, you really can't. I, I think at times it was intentional because, um, you know, it, it's a it's a well known fact that special effects lighting is can be done well to kind of hide the yeah. you know zippers and and then things on your your monster suits and creature. Uh, design but yeah this seemed like it was i mean overly dark just hit everything i would i would argue that you would need actual lighting though like (laughs) (laughs) not the absence of yeah well i mean i think in the earlier parts of the film they were trying to keep the monster hidden and that being that because i think they designed a monster that worked for a certain amount of shots and that they didn't really have much for the beginning i don't know that that's the case that's just what i'm guessing well, the, um, I agree that they're probably doing some of it intentionally because there's also a hell of a lot of scenes and dialogue in this where essentially two characters say, hey, come look at this crazy thing, and the audience doesn't get to see it. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of that, and it, that gimmick gets old pretty quick. Um, and just a lot of the script I also wanted to mention, I have a note here, a lot of random line dropping of how old things are that is totally incomprehensible. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. this thing is 100,000 years old. Well, this is 2,000 years old. It's like, well, so? This thing's probably 6 million years old. They just kind of keep throwing out big numbers. Just throw out big, big numbers for how old something is. It's just kind of all over the place. But, um, God, yeah, this one... This is the one that there is an interesting um, love scene thrown in there for zero reason. Oh my at god! All. I actually have in my like, notes. Not even to like be. Ex- it wasn't even ex- like. It wasn't even there to be like explicit or like you know titillating. Like, oh, here's some nudity or anything. It was just there I'll, for no reason. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have it on <laughs> just, my postcard. Huh. My post note here: out of nowhere, sex scene. Literally, girl mm-hmm. goes just like, "I'm scared. I don't think I'm going to make it back from this mission. Let's fuck." Yeah, I think I'm paraphrasing, yeah. but essentially, I'm like, I, mean, I suppose from it. a story standpoint, it's to make it make sense that the guy's gonna then, you know, essentially sacrifice himself to try and save her a couple of scenes later. I mean, but you don't really have to do that. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, yeah. I mean, she strips down naked in 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 that environment when she's already zombified, and it's just mm-hmm. like right away, the dude should be like, "Oh wow." This is an atmosphere harmful to humans. I'm clearly wearing a suit. She's not in a suit. Something should be wrong here, but the power <laughs> of boners is strong. Well, it um, is. And she just takes off his helmet. Make, makes out with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, there, there's moments where this movie reminds me. It, it diverts a little bit from the alien plot because what it ends up that they've found on Titan is the what crash remains of a craft that was carrying some sort of an alien menagerie yeah. so like they had um 
many different it seems like they're all dangerous in some way but like the many different types of you know creatures alien life and um whoever it was that was collecting it is you know long dead they crashed there or whatever or maybe they landed there and then perished but um like the space jockey but, from alien yeah yeah i and, do uh the yeah the just that they you know the guys sit on it take a picture guy breaks the the case mm-hmm. of one of the creatures Probably and this creature yeah you know yeah uh crawls out of it and it's basically you know a xenomorph in its design however it does have the aspect of uh having instead of face huggers like they do in aliens this thing has and i don't know if it's I guess it's hive-minded in some way, but it has some kind of like a, a parasite type thing that'll attach itself to uh, to a human being, and then it becomes under the control of the original creature. If the, I don't know if it's a queen, if it's they don't really explain all of the way it works, but anyway, they get under control of the creature at some point. So that saves budget on not having to have the monster kill everybody. You actually have um, you know humans running around with one of these things attached to their head. Which you mm-hmm. can so that explains, barely you know, really what, what... even see anyways. Like, the parasites are yeah. so... I don't know what the fuck... There's no, like, definite... Like, I don't know what they well, are. I think they're trying, <laughs> trying to pull, like, a Invasion of the Body Snatchers kind of thing on you where maybe you're not you're not sure if you can trust somebody, but it's not done incredibly well. So it's like, yeah, yeah there's something... Like you said, like the uh, girl walking around with no helmet on in the, you know, in the poisonous atmosphere and... Yeah, him, you know, not really figuring that out. She's butt ass naked, mind you. You don't see her parasite, but she pulls out a parasite and attaches it to the guy she just killed. Don't want to know where yeah. that was. <laughs> but then again, that guy that she attaches the parasite to later on, like you actually see it on the side of his fucking head after he talks to some people, but he hides it like off camera, then turns. But then how does he fucking disguise it? A fat ass fucking bandage over his fucking head. Just massive. Yep. And they're like, "Oh my god, dude, what happened to your what happened to your face?" Ah, you know, they probably got some like some caustic chemicals. You know, them Germans. Like, oh my god, this (laughs) alien's a xenophobe. Ironic. It's yeah, xenomorph and xenophobe. I when when I had to go to like Google Images to actually see what this thing looked like. Oh, you took that much effort. What did it look like? Because you can't. It, well, I mean, it, it. Yeah, it looks like a ripoff of Alien, but yeah, I, I could not find. I, I couldn't see it watching the movie. Like I just couldn't see what the hell a thing even looked like. Yeah, towards the end you get a little better look at it, but yeah, throughout most of the movie you cannot see it. Yeah, it's a no. shape in the darkness. It, yeah, it, and I wonder. Like I, I was saying earlier, I thought I think a lot of that's probably intentional, or at least it was intentional at the point of like. Well, that suit's not ready yet. We got to shoot these scenes. Let's, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'd say it kind of looks like a. It to me, it looked like a dollar store, uh, Chinese knockoff, alien toy, costume. Yeah. Like just like the worst. It's just like the cheapest things imaginable thrown together. <laughs> it's, it's like I don't. Based off your silhouette, you know, famously with filmmakers like George Lucas and, and, and Steven Spielberg, you make a character silhouette and that way you can identify them. Looking at this creature silhouette, I'm good. I'm glad it's dark. I don't need to see it. It's, 
there's not much to look at though. I mean, it, there's it's not like, much to look at. It's it looks like what it is a really poor ripoff of the alien xenomorph. It's um, which like is unfortunate the... because again, what always attracted me to this was the cover art, which is like the head of the monster surrounded by stars and creature, and you watch it, and it's like, okay, well, that's the head of it looks cool at times. Um, when it's not moving and when it's got like the tendrily things, yeah. it's a pretty cool looking suit. Uh, it almost looks like it should be like a giant. We're speaking of where where we're going in the next few weeks, but a giant, giant like kaiju monster. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it starts moving, um, it's a you know very obviously really quickly guy in a suit that can't see anything, so he's going really slow and like I don't know, kind of it's, lumbering it's around. I but think I don't absolutely hate it. Like it's it it works in some at some points and it you know. I, other I, points you just can't freaking see it but i think it looks like the alien creature from the alien franchise the xenomorph i think it looks like a xenomorph that is horribly malchur mal um oh wow i completely erased the word from my vocabulary mal- malnourished malnourished thank you oh my god <laughs> my fucking like i burped for a brief second and it completely or de- deleted the word from my bank and i'm like are you kidding me i was halfway that through right out um okay take two uh i'm gonna say anemic it looks like an anemic xenomorph that needs serious dental work it just look it's to, <laughs> i'm being critical it's sad it's a sad silhouette um i mean there's aspects of it like close up that are kind of interesting maybe um but when they show the full body that's when i i I'm, i won't lie i, I laughed i'm like <laughs> what is oh, going yeah, on here it's even got like the 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 shoulder things that the aliens kind of have, mm-hmm. the um, protrusions, like tenderly type things. But yeah, then yeah, yeah. In, in in alien, they're more like big shoulder blade type things. Yeah, but they have these things Absolutely. like curling. Not they're not going backwards. They're curling forwards, and they're just wobbly, and not in unison. And I'm just like, I can't, <laughs> I can't with this. <laughs> well, and this isn't the first movie, especially from the 80s that ripped off alien no um, oh no no there are a bunch do you uh do you any do you guys have any favorites among that category this is definitely one of them alf. but alf for me alf <laughs> alf you rip off of alien <laughs> that's that why account? it ended um, so weird because the real last episode chestbursters <laughs> And they're all cats. <laughs> they're all cats. The irony. <laughs> Melmachian cats. Um, no, oh, this shit. one. I, you just made me connect honestly, to Captain Marvel. Like, what my, if every cat was actually one of those alien creatures and Alf is actually trying to kill them for a reason? Alf? Sorry. I, I now <laughs> want to see a showdown between Alf and Goose. Alf, Alf and Goose. <laughs> Alf and Goose. I'm going to name That Alf sounds like a germ. That, is that the Goose? name of the. Alphengoose sounds like the name of the German spaceship that they were on. The Alphengoose. 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 What, um, what was the ship in this one? Um, the Shenandoah. The Shenandoah, yeah. Yeah. This one did remind did me of some have... of the other 80s ripoffs like Leviathan and Deep Star 6, which were like underwater. Alien. Yeah. yeah. But still, they were massive ripoffs of Alien. <laughs> and this is up there with those, but... God, I don't know. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the ship, and I was just curious. Did anyone else have a 
a tough time telling the difference between the sets of the two spaceships. Yes. Yes. That they were on or like where exactly they were a lot of the time they were in. Air? Like luckily they'd throw it into the dialogue a little bit here and there, but Some... I stopped worrying about it after a while and figured out it didn't matter. But sometimes I had a hard time telling the difference between the spaceships and outside. There are a few uh, moments yes, where they're walking really, too. yeah, because everything's all messy and jaggedy and fucking gray, just bluish gray and fog yeah. everywhere and just darkness, darkness, everybody, darkness. Yeah, just this bluish grainy, and I'm sure part of that could just be the transfer. You know, I mean, that's, yeah. that happened. I don't, I mean, one, of, uh, one of my favorite maybe. movies from the 80s was is The Howling, and... I grew up watching copies of that from the video store, and they looked terrible. So when I kept hearing about great special effects, I had no idea what they were talking about until I watched a DVD copy that had been restored from the original negatives. And, oh, wow, you can see a lot of shit in that movie. Um, yeah, the th- weird thing about that is this Titan find is supposedly the 2013, like, uh, Bill Malone cleaned this up and re-released it on DVD in 2013 yeah. as the Titan find, and that's the one we saw. So this has been... I yeah, that's kind of where I was at. Yep. Yeah. That's that well, was my feeling on I think it. This is it. Oh god. Um, I do have a comment I, about their uh, fucking sound design. If you, if any avid oh. Star Wars fans fucking caught on to that right away. Oh no! Now I'm curious though. You guys didn't hear it? it. <laughs> okay. First off, it was during the landing sequence. Uh, you would hear random Star Wars Tie Fighter blasters. Like, oh, just really? randomly when you're flying. Like, right away, my mind went, like, that's the sound of the Millennium Falcon flying by, and that's a TIE, tie Fighter blaster. And then every other... Every time the fucking door in any of the space stations opened up, it was vaguely that similar sound. Or the sound of a blaster. I More, did remember thinking that the door door sound was kind of odd. It um, sounded like... Bla- what it is, is it's they, they hit the... Um, the sound effect is is made when you hit uh, steel like um, wire, like on um, like mm. on a fencing post. Post. Mm-hmm. That's how they mm-hmm. made the the blaster sounds in Star Wars. Oh, given they also edit it, but I'm like I'm I swear to fucking god, like it just they just stole it because if you listen, it's all in the fucking beginning of the movie, like right when they're doing the landing sequence. Right away, you hear that very distinct Tie Fighter sound. I'm surprised that you guys didn't hear it. I couldn't I couldn't yeah. stop hearing it it was random there's any time they did like i think the thunder in the atmosphere but it's just like i'm kind of i'm associating that with it because other than that there was no association like i don't know what the fuck was making the sound i just know the sound was there and loud so crazy no i'd say i'd go back and watch for it again you don't need to i told you i'm just saying disney's gonna sue somebody i know now and that's good (laughs) enough it's no, and that's come. the thing. This isn't a movie that's like offensive, bad, or anything. It's just it did, lazy. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like you know, I was saying before, if anything, I, I do feel like this is a movie that's just ideal for this kind of a podcast because it's. I find it fairly abysmal. Uh, not to give my review away too soon. Um, <laughs> awesome. But I, am, I do give it podcast. credit for reminding me that not every single movie I wanted to see as a kid, but never did is really worth seeing um, not all lost treasures they're not all lost no. treasures some of it is you just open up the trunk and it's like oh this is just fake treasure oh that's what that <laughs> smell was it's just plastic yeah. but 
you know, but yeah, you get to see Klaus Kinski being creepy as shit. Yeah, Klaus Kinski in this movie, you know, first of all, his character's creepy, but he shows up for what a total how much screen time does he have in this 10 minutes probably at the most like even. shows up in the middle of the movie for 10 minutes and he plays a german um engineer miner somebody that came from the other ship that was crash landed on uh titan and i'm just thinking the whole time just knowing a little bit about him like he was probably really supposed to like be in this movie and this is all they got out of him like the whole time they just you know he's klaus kinski or put up with him let him do what he's gonna want to do you know um, girl who played Bryce, you know, let it, let him grab on you and do all that stuff. Cause I guarantee you that crap came from Kinski and not the script. And, uh, you know, just, um, put up with him. We could put his name on the poster and we'll, everyone will think this is a credible movie at the end of the day. But yeah, I guarantee he was supposed to be a character in this thing. And I bet he just didn't show for half the thing, or he was just such a pain in the ass to work with that. They're like, okay, let's get him. This is all we can use. That It didn't make a whole lot of sense. Like what his character was even doing there in the first place. So, I mean, it would have been a nice twist if it turned out he was the alien all along and that the other thing was actually just a a ploy. It was actually, they were going, the alien could have been another creature that, in the the whole fucking collection that also had a parasite on it, but no. Yeah, yeah. Well, anybody Fuck, who's ever had Klaus movie. Kinski near them has had a parasite on them. So, I mean, he is the parasite. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. definitely. But uh, creepy. Person. Yeah, I, I cast wise, I also thought like our two lead actors, Stan Iver and um. Oh shit! This movie I guess has Lyman, leads. Lyman Ward. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this movie had leads. Uh, yeah, they uh. <laughs> certainly are not uncomfortable or don't seem very comfortable being like the leads in like a quasi sci-fi action movie nor do they look like they should be (laughs) like they're very um which i found interesting at first but when it got to them actually having to do some some stuff it's like yeah i don't know if i find this all that believable but um also what's her name uh the uh what was her sladen was uh wendy shell's character Mm -hmm. and um she needs to keep track of her tools a little more carefully. <laughs> that would be uh, how many times did she have to go somewhere to get tools? Yeah, like I think I think it was a thing like five, di- literally five different times in this movie. Like, oh, but wait, I have to go back through this door into like this dangerous area to get my tools, or I have to leave where I'm supposed to be by the radio to get some tools, or do <laughs> it's just like, yeah, uh, yeah. Every plot point in this movie was something like that. Like, oh, so and so forgot to do this, and so let's let's go and have to fix that problem are you saying that this movie has lazy writing potentially i mean hmm. from the get-go just borrowing know, the plot from another movie would be a tip-off but, this movie yeah. gave us gold like sit on it we need <laughs> to have a reason or... this character dies in the beginning of this movie or what about the very beginning though what kind of scientist are you because he won't sit on the <laughs> The smart wow. one not to sit on a fucking <laughs> yeah, like. Exactly. Are like we the surrounded kind that by a, break the shit that we just found? We're surrounded by a collection of alien fucking like. Let alone whatever the fuck collected all these alien creatures for whatever reason, especially that particular creature. <laughs> it's just like sit on it, sit on this glass tube. Do it. Yeah, I need it for just scale. It. Just sit on and, it. And how about the dude totally giving in, like, to that peer pressure? Like, like God, just fine. fucking, like, ah, you deserve to get your fucking rectum torn out of you through your fucking eyelids. Which I'm pretty sure is what happened. 
Like he he was just sitting there and the yeah. blood starts shooting into his helmet and I'm like, yeah, that that was the worst colonoscopy. Oh yeah, we ever. should talk about the blood and and uh, gore sequences in this because it's the only special effects in here. I thought we were actually pretty good. It's the only color that's not uh, blue. Yeah, yeah. The blood was well. <laughs> yeah, there's a good a good uh, what is it, jaw removal. Oh god, yeah. Don't um, remind me. Oh, oh really weird one. Alien creature, like yeah. It's so definitely weak. something cool I've not seen done. And then it's like she was uh, grabbing at like a, a cheap really, birthday really cake. Good scanners esque head pop in this movie. Just yeah. like they shot the dude, one of the parasite dudes, and yeah, I'd be had, that was better than you know most of the ones in Dawn of the Dead. You know, just uh, that was a good good head blow head explosion. Uh, they pulled those off pretty well, so I guess I'm, I'm, I'm you know, grasping at straws to pull some good, but those things you were really good. are. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you're I, clawing I away at it. Well. Like, what's your face? He's clawing at that dude's face. Even if this is like the cut that you know they put out, you know, what eight years ago, um, mm-hmm. I still feel like somewhere, maybe it's just lost or it's gone, but somewhere there's got to be a negative that looks better. Um, yeah, you know, and it could be that it is just that's just the one lost. the best one they had. That does happen, you know. Right. Yep. Because yeah, I I think those effects would have been, and I know exactly what you mean. Like we've talked about this in some of the other films we reviewed very recently. That you know the lighting was used to mask some shoddy effects, and that can be really effective. And sometimes it can improve things. Um, mm-hmm. In in this case, maybe that's what was going on, but. The little glimpses you do get of some of those effects, it's like, oh, maybe if I could see this better, it might be a little more impressive. It's not terrible, so maybe it'll look better if you can see what's going on. Um, but, you know, especially with the creature design, too, where you get some, like, quick glimpses of it, but it's... They're trying to show it to you in parts, but it's just so damn dark. I still don't understand fully, like, Salinger's character of... Um, Bryce. Yeah. Oh like, my god. She's so weird in the beginning. Like at first she reminded me of uh uh Lair the White Worm. Just like <laughs> here's kind of creepy big eyed lady and you know pale complexion. She's just stealing fucking prescription hair. drugs. She's just yeah. randomly like grabbing them. Did I miss something? Did they do anything with that? I Yeah, I they used it know. to tranquilize the one fucking dude. Who just watched what's oh, right. his, his yep, fuck buddy die, and I'm like, okay, did she expect? And I was waiting for, and she's like, it's a, it's a sedat, it's a sedative, it's a pretty strong one. This oh. should help him through. And I'm just thinking, like, did, did you steal drugs because you knew this shit was gonna happen? Are you gonna be more interesting? And she's gone. Well, let's, I mean, let's talk about the big, the big one at the end. She disappears for what oh my god uh, the last 20 minutes of the film yes and she comes back suddenly out of nowhere and just tells him like oh i was lost and, and at this point everybody who's watched this this much of this movie has to be calling like no bullshit she's one of those things uh-huh. like she's hiding it really well but she's got to be one of those things she was missing she comes back with this like really hokey i was lost story and no she was lost they just let it hang there and that's the yep. end of the movie i got like, lost yep. There was, I, I, I thought that was going to be the twist. She was going to, I got lost and they were going to get on the escape ship and she was going to be you know, flying back to earth. And then you were going to find out, Oh, she's one of them. Nope. Nope. Nothing. That would have been the easiest fucking <laughs> so... thing to do to this movie. The easiest fucking thing to be an interesting end in. All they had to do is throw one of those literal trash bag parasites on her. 
Yeah. And they didn't even yeah. fucking do that. No. Just, hey, she, here's a book. Here's a book. And you're like, oh, yeah, that girl was reading a book at the beginning of this movie. There's no relevance to this book, they but should, okay. I found your romance they novel. They should have had her rip her face off and find out that she was actually Klaus Kinski the whole time. <laughs> they were the same character. I felt myself. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was me a whole long. That's why I stole yeah. the tranquilizer. You know, maybe he... He climbed inside of her body or something. Anyway, that's, that would have made what? this whole movie worth it right there. It's like the, the viral tweet that was going around a couple of years ago. Like, you know, someday don't be surprised if you're walking down the street and then you stop and you hear a director say cut and you take off a mask and you have been Gary Oldman all along. Because <laughs> Gary Oldman's that good of an actor. <laughs> I still, like, I wake up most days and expect that's going to happen. I'm just like, so, one actually. of these days, somebody's going to be like, alright, Gary, and then Joe is gone. <laughs> just picture him, after Eric's comment, just picture him getting up in the morning, looking at a mirror, just tugging on his face, going, son of a bitch. <laughs> you practice the lines, like, just look in the mirror and go, everyone! <laughs> oh, God. Well, the rails are officially off. Should we grade this? Yes! Yeah, I think so. <laughs> It, yeah, uh, Ryan, we can start with you. Do you have any final thoughts and a grade for this one? God, this movie's fucking boring. I literally was doing chores and having way more fun doing them. I was sorting <laughs> images on my computer, and I'm like, I'm enjoying myself. Like, this is good time. This is a good time to, to do this. Um, that's it. I really don't. I watched this movie, and I didn't really watch this movie. <laughs> like, it's like... Case in point, I took I picked up on an audio cue that none of you guys did, which is just showing you like I'm just listening to this movie. That's it. I heard Star Wars for a brief second. And I looked at the screen. I'm like, oh, you're not Star Wars. You lied. You piece of shit. This is the this is the I think this is the harshest fucking grade I ever gave a fucking movie. And not, this oh, movie. Oh no, did, there are others. <laughs> but this is definitely that's true. But this one is like. Just, there's like no effort in it. And I'm like, oh, this is movie sucked. <laughs> it's not it's not it doesn't suck enough to be interesting to me. Um I'm trying. I'm fishing in the darkness, literally. <laughs> um, for something. Uh I think I said everything. This movie fuck it. It gets an F. I was gonna give it a D and I'm like, no, fuck it. This movie's boring as all fuck. <laughs> at least I laughed at, at one joke in Transylvania seven nine thousand. One. But <laughs> <laughs> this one i was just like wow you still star wars sound and uh i got lost what the fuck what was that you had, you had so many yeah. fucking opportunities to be a better movie easily easily not original not original just just better and i didn't fucking take it so fuck them f you fucks sit on it sit on that eric <laughs> <laughs> um I liked this a lot more than you guys did. I yes, think. you did. <laughs> that, that is a, uh, but that's Tear not off his saying face, that Joe. I loved it. So um, Gary Oldman the whole time. No, um, yeah, the whole time. And <laughs> I didn't love it. Like it's not really a good movie. I wouldn't go and tell anyone this is a good movie. But I thought it was fun and um, kind of silly. It okay. Fun's the wrong word because it t- kind of <laughs> takes itself seriously. But I think that's kind of funny about it. Um, um. And I don't know. It was. I thought it was paced well enough that it wasn't boring to watch. So obviously, that's very different than what you, how you guys felt about it. So um, not sure what what the difference there is. But um, 
I, I mean, what like this could have. I feel like you, you know, took the tranquilizer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. If uh, taking some James Cameron place. never got involved, you know this this could have very well like this and all the other bargain basement alien sequels uh, could have very well been what we were dealing with post you know Alien. So um, I'm glad it wasn't the Alien sequel, but uh, I don't know. I think I think. I thought the effects were actually not too terrible, which is another major disagreement apparently that we have here. Um, <laughs> the monster was hokey at points. Uh, yeah. It was too dark. I agree with that, but I thought it actually kind of worked to the monster's advantage. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I thought the design, although again, uh, the whole thing's an alien ripoff right down to, right down to its, you know, plot and monster design and everything. But um, I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't hate watching it. It, I was fully aware that it wasn't a good movie, but I didn't hate watching it. So I think I'm going to just give it middle of the road. Like, I guess I do. Ag- I, I will say I agree with you, Ryan, that it's not good enough or not bad enough. It's not the right kind of bad to be like super. It wasn't hilarious. It wasn't like um, so in that regard, like it's not going to get those memorable marks. I'm not sure I'll ever revisit it, but to me, it was watchable. So I'm going to give it a C middle of the road. Okay. Um. Yeah, this is one that, like I said before, uh, I could have skipped it. Um, I don't think I gained anything from watching this one. Uh, (laughs) Laundry folded. You gained folded laundry. I got a lot of laundry folded while watching this. No, I think that, you know, like the, 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 it's not just the, for me it wasn't just that it was dark and, you know, too much dark to hide something. It was that it was so dark and it, it was like trying to watch something through like a really dirty fish tank. Um, I just <laughs> yeah. couldn't make out what was happening, even in scenes without the monster. It was just, and then the the score of this one just kind of grated on me a little bit because it, it, like I said before, it sounded like a a seventies made for TV movie soundtrack. Just this blaring horns and synthesizer stuff all the time. It really, that felt out of place. I'm not going to say the movie made me mad or anything like that. Um, it just. Uh, I was, I, I think I was riding on a nice wave of all oh, these movies I wanted to see when I was younger, and they all ended up actually being kind of entertaining or having this endearing quality. And then I watched Creature, and I'm like, not all of them. Um, you know, no. it's got a really good cast that uh, is mostly wasted, unfortunately. And yeah, from what I've seen from some of the Creature designs, this could have been kind of cool, even dated. Um, but for me personally, it just, it, I had a hard time getting it to hold my attention. And I think part of it was it was hard to tell what was going on, and there were aspects of the plot that didn't need to be there. They could have just been, they were wasted. So um, ultimately, there was more for this one that I didn't care for than what I did. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a D. So I guess I'm right in between you guys. Yummy. (laughs) I do. (laughs) I don't think any of those criticisms are unfair, by the way. I'm I do not, like adamantly disagreeing with you guys. It just <laughs> I do have one criticism I wish I would have brought up earlier and now I remember it and it is when Joe you mentioned the cast. Nothing against the cast, but the characters are pretty much for me like you know how they set up in horror movies the characters that you know are obviously going to die. It's like okay, they're not interesting enough so we're not that attached. That was literally everyone for me. I like, and it put me in that weird. It put me in a weird state because I'm like, oh, I feel like literally anyone can die because I expect, based off of like this repeated uh, pattern in horror movies, that these this type of personality is going to die, and these are all these personalities. I really don't know who's going to live. 
like what when you when you mentioned the leads i wasn't joking i'm like oh yeah this movie had leads and they fucking but it was that. hard to determine who they were <laughs> it was it was this movie right. sucked fuck it well i would like to know if anybody who's listening has had the pleasure of watching creature also known as titan find and we'd love to know your thoughts on it uh, you can share those thoughts with us or any other questions, comments, criticisms, or witticisms to the Video Junkyard Podcast. And you can find us at videojunkyardpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at videojunkpod or on our Facebook page and group, the Video Junkyard Podcast main page and group. So uh, please feel free to share any thoughts you have with this movie or any other. We'll just open it up to any other obvious alien ripoff from the 1980s. And coming up on the Video Junkyard Podcast, we are going to start the countdown to the Kaiju Battle of the Year, that being the Kong, Godzilla vs. Kong film that is coming at the end of March. And uh, we're going to celebrate by checking out um, a series of monster films, or, or giant monster movies. Fuck yeah. And um, what those are going to be, uh, we will let you know shortly. <laughs> Keep an eye on the Facebook page, and uh, we're going to do... Uh, I think two or three weeks. We're going to do three weeks of, um, yeah, kaiju movies. So mon- giant monsters, rubber suits, all the all the good stuff. It'd be so. kind of a revisit of one of our earlier episodes from very early on in the infancy of the podcast where we spent three hours talking about Godzilla versus King Kong movies. And My first episode. Yeah, we're going to... Yeah, it's a two-year kind of, anniversary, and it happened around March as well. That's right. Yeah, I think perfect. So. Yeah, we're going to just kind of revisit some of those and... See, uh, see if we can maybe pull out something from the junkyard that we haven't talked about yet, because you know, and we might also just say, "Screw it, let's talk about a movie we've already talked about," because it's fun. Yeah, we're but, in control. Uh, you guys can't do shit. That's right. But leave comments and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but until yeah, if anyone's got any ideas, let us know. Yes, yeah, so if you have any suggestions, we're open to hearing them. And we want to thank you for tuning into the Video Junkyard Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed your stay, and we also hope that you'll share this around. Um, and check us out next time. And until then, this is the Video Jack Air Podcast. I'm Joe Peterson. I'm Eric Branson. And I'm Ryan Seiskel saying, just sit on it. You have been listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend. You just can't let them go. Go. Stay on the road. We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash video junkyard podcast on Twitter at video junk pod and on Instagram as video junkyard podcast all one word want to thank you again for listening and keep digging who knows what treasures you'll find in the video junkyard.